Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This episode of The Kindness Project was recorded live on Facebook during lockdown, which explains why we're probably still talking about being stuck indoors. I hope you're enjoying your time outside to the fullest, and thanks for listening to The Kindness Project. This week on The Kindness Project, we talked about spilling beverages, feeling nostalgic and riddles for kids. Good morning and welcome my friends to uh, this Kindness Project Live. Um, uh, it's May the 22nd today. I'm joined by a girl. <laughs> I'm joined by a girl who is truly, second time running, the boss of the show. It's Charlotte Dames. And I'm joined by a man who's decided it's time to leave this on my shoulders once again. <laughs> it's Chris Dames. Um, hope you're doing well this morning. A couple of things. Uh, Charlotte's got a packed show and, and she's going to be... She, I hope so. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm literally turning up in my running gear, ready for a run straight after this. And I was like, Charlotte, it's on you. So what? actually, what are we talking about today? Stuff. Stuff? Yeah. What kind of stuff? All kinds of stuff that I got from that word, random word generator. You know what? It's like, do you, do you, I just imagine them like turning on the BBC news and they're going, today on the news there's a story about pigs. Why are they talking about pigs? Nagamunchetti's found it on a random word generator. I mean, what <laughs> what is what is going on? Well, if, if the word's on the random word generator... Can I just say Nagamunchetti again? I love, I love that lady. Nagamunchetti, that is an amazing name. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Some ounce of structure would be nice, please. I'll keep it calm. Thank you. Okay, Nega. so um, come on, Nega. Considering, uh, what what what's the question of the podcast we have today that you you posted this morning? <laughs> oh, I'm still... oh, sorry, we've lost T. T's gone flying. Um, uh, the I'm question today's out. question of the podcast is: Which country are you first planning to visit, or place I you're planning to visit? when lockdown is over we've just spilled Charlotte well, I've just spilled Charlotte's tea so she's going to uh, get a tea towel while I carry on so yeah feel free to let us know where you're planning to visit once lockdown's over uh, is it uh, in the UK is it internationally what are you planning to do when lockdown's over I think this is the first podcast ever where tea, tea's been spilled and we've just carried on I don't know um, you can get in touch with us at, if you're watching live you you know where we are just add some comments on the uh, on the comments bar you um, you can tweet us at holla h-o-l-a kindness.co.uk uh, all of our previous podcasts are on the website www.thekindnessproject.co.uk um, you can email us at holla h-o-l-a at thekindnessproject.co.uk um, we haven't got fr- uh, Frederick United or MySpace anymore have we? elbows up in tea aren't I? yeah um, so that was a very swift tea clearing up exercise well I done miss, I miss a lot but you know what and now you're back and I don't know what's going on in the show. Tell us more. Yeah, well, okay. Um, now, now I know how you feel when I rock up <laughs> having absolutely nothing but an intro and a peppy attitude. Sometimes I don't even have that. Sometimes. <laughs> What's interesting is like some days you turn up and you're like, right, I'm, I'm going to give this a go. Other days I've just got to like drag you into the podcast <laughs> and go, 
Please help me. I can't lose this on my own. Yeah, you could do it. Yeah. What, you could do it. What, um, what okay, are we talking so, about? Um, you've already covered the question of the podcast. Have we had any answers on the comments? Uh, we haven't had any answers on the live comments, but we've well, got some comments the on the thing. Um, don't worry about the live stuff. I'll do the live stuff. You carry on okay. with the podcast. Okay. Hello uh, to Steve and Jackie and Trish for watching. Did you send them waves? No. Carry on. Okay, so I thought we'd start today with... Topic number one. Go on Nostalgia. What things do you see that make you nostalgic in lockdown? Is this, an, is this like a follow-up question in a podcast? What makes you nostalgic in lockdown? No, no, I'm lockdown? genuinely asking to strike up a conversation. What things make you feel nostalgic in lockdown? Um, you know what I've been doing a, quite a lot more of? Playing Tetris. I <laughs> I, I have been playing quite a lot of Tetris, actually. That is true. Um, uh, but um, I've got back to eating a, ice lollies. So me and me yeah. and Sophie go out for a, a walk the dog and a run in the afternoon. Um, but I've come back, and every time I've come back, I've had a fab. <laughs> and I literally, I haven't had an Not ice lolly. Fab. Yes, the fabs are good. What, what have you been doing as nostalgic? Um... Schoolwork. <laughs> it reminds me of when I was at school. <laughs> oh, the halcyon days of being in education full time. You know, I mean, to be to be fair, the college, like the college you're going to, has been really good, haven't they? Because they've sent Apparently you to work. Apparently, a couple of them been doing it. Mm. So yeah, you've um, yeah you've been you've been doing that. So, so nostalgic about schoolwork. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I've done a lot of rewatching shows that were around when I was 12. Okay, what shows? Uh, See, so just, just general stuff that's on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've been nostalgic. I mean, there was one point. There's a um, this bizarre uh, website called, I think it's called the Museum of Endangered Sounds, and it's got all these old sounds on that, like, the loading of an old modem or how a speak and spell used to sound and you can just go on and listen to all these sounds um uh, so i've been i've been doing that quite a lot um so yeah all good anyway we do talk about nostalgia a lot so i don't want to dwell on it like... i don't want to dwell on it too much it's... while you tally up the next subject i do want to mention one thing i, I want to say okay. i want to say thank you to um, Melissa Burmeister and Jacqueline Lindsay from kindness.org who sent us this amazing, very um, attractive, sturdy. very sturdy, <laughs> but very attractive looking book. Um, Melissa and Jacqueline are, um, I probably mispronounced that completely, but Melissa and Jacqueline are the founders of kindness.org. They're based in uh, New York um, and we're going to be interviewing them on the podcast coming up so they um, they emailed us to come on um, they sent a book to say hello um, and for us to read and we'll be interviewing them soon and what we'll do is we're going to record that I think with the time difference in New York we're not going to be able to do it live but we'll record it um, and put it on a future Kindness Project live episode nice what else are we talking about today okay so randomly generated word number two Puzzle. So I have three riddles that you must solve in true genie Riddle time. troll under the bridge fashion. What happens if I don't? Do I get chats off the bridge? 
you're just gonna have to go and sit over there and I'll continue <laughs> without you. I... Go on then, give us a riddle. Please help me. If you're watching live, help me with this riddle. Um, uh, let's do it. <laughs> okay, they're, they're fairly easy. What has to be broken before it can be used? What has to be broken before it can be used? Don't look at my notes. Don't know. I can't. The problem is, if it, if this was a normal like thing, you'd go away, you'd think about it, and go right. Okay, I know what can be broken before. Um, an egg. Hey, first one. Right. Okay, uh, next okay, one. Number two. What is always in front of you but cannot be seen? Um, you cannot be seen. Always in front of you and cannot be seen. I'll, uh, I'll check the lights. <laughs> Morning, Trev. Help me, please, with these <laughs> with these riddles. What is always in front of you but never can be seen? Your breath. No. Um, you, you can see your breath when it's cold. Your, your eyes. No. When you say in front of you, what part of you are you talking about? In front of you. In front of you. Um, Anyone got any ideas? I don't know. Right, come, go on to the next the one. The next one. We'll have to come back to that. A man who was outside in the rain without an umbrella or hat didn't get a single hair on his head wet. Why? He was outside mm -hmm. in the rain. Yeah. He's bald. Yeah, he's bald. Hey! Oh, they weren't too bad. Right, have you I got... You still didn't get number two. Have I got to go and sit over there on my own? <laughs> can someone consult with you? <laughs> can, have I got to go and sit over there on my own? I'm quite happy to. You can crack on. <laughs> consult the viewers one more Right, time. okay, go on then. What else we got to talk about? Um, loud typing. Yeah, um, right, okay. Unofficial question of the podcast. Annoying what, habits. What tiny, like, annoying... Habits really, um, really annoy you. You know what's um, really bad? I loud type, but it gets on my nerves. But I can't not do it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't mind that. I once got—I was at a thing in in London, and I was sitting at the back. And I don't—I mean, sometimes I'll take my notebook and take notes. But in this particular thing, I didn't have my notebook, so I got my laptop out and started typing. And I was typing notes based on what was being said at the mm. on the stage. I looked up and there was about 50 people looking at me because I was loud typing. I was like, Ooh! and I actually, I was so embarrassed I left the room. I was like, well, I don't know what's that going was maybe, I would have noticed like 10 minutes earlier and got up and just gone, my bad bros, my Brad. My bad bros. <laughs> I, I meant to be doing, like that would have made it worse. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm surrounded by middle-aged people at a business conference and I just, uh, apart from the loud typing, I stand up and go, my bad, Rose. <laughs> that wouldn't have gone down yeah, particularly see, well, would it? Is, my brain automatically is like, okay, you got to calm this situation, and then it uses the least calming thing. It's like, I mean, I mean, we've had this conversation before, but most <laughs> conversations we've had before, but like the the use of dudes. Yeah, we've been having conversations dudes. for sixteen years. I'm... Yeah, true. Yeah, we've probably covered it all. Um, but the the apart from Nagaman Chetty, we've never talked about Nagaman Chetty on the podcast before, which is yeah, which we've is had good. conversations for years before yeah, the podcast. Yeah, true. Um, but like that, like little bit at the end, like bros and dudes and stuff like that. What are you? What's the one you use the most? Dudes. Dudes use dudes. dudes the most. What what term of endearment do you listeners and viewers use the most? Do you use mate? Do you use bros? Do you use buddy? Buddy. Kiddo. Dude. 
Um, yeah, let's. I have lots of friends like called Kiddo. It's really weird. Kiddo, yeah, Kiddo's, Kiddo's, uh, the, the one I use the most is my American. Um, should we have some kind of news? Yes, I mean, you didn't answer my riddle, but. I, I'm waiting for the answer. Um, what is in front of you? But um, Trevor Robinson said an egg. <laughs> Uh, but I think that was for the other riddle. So, uh, yeah, oh. please please let us know if you know the answers on a postcard or an email or a tweet. Please help me. Crow. Um, or a crow. Because <laughs> or, or, I'm re-watching Game of Thrones at the minute, a raven. We'd love to get a raven in to to, to give us we the answer. We get our own personal messenger raven. Uh, I'm up for that. I'm up for that. Messenger out like in Harry Potter. <laughs> right, should we get on with the show? Yes, yes. Um, so I had on the schedule... <laughs> Um, because I am structuring things nowadays. Um, because that's that's what I do now, apparently. Can I close this? Yep. Okay, good, because it was getting in my way. Well, you know what? I that's the other thing that's happened to me that's strange, that's never happened before. I've been invited to a, a, a school reunion for a school that I've never went to, and I don't know how to exit the show. <laughs> so I've just got these messages coming up saying, oh, do you remember Mrs. So-and-so? It was like, not my school. No most go. Anyway. I hardly remember what day of the week it is sometimes. So like, how am I supposed to remember? Okay. Silver linings, guys. Woo! Thank you, David Forsdyke. Woo! Um, sorry, my eyes. Just Tonight's went. musical on Andrew Lloyd Webber's YouTube channel, "The Shows Must Go On." Is the lead is the stage version of a classic. You can watch Carrie Underwood play Ooh. the lead role in The Sound of Music at 7 pm and is only available for 48 hours. Um, I'm taking a holiday today. Dave's off on holiday today uh, to play his first round of golf this year. Uh, um, so I had to share this clever invention with you. It's designed to stop the spread of coronavirus by avoiding the need to put your hand in the hole to retrieve your ball. I'm hoping to uh, the I'm hoping the one part of length gimme rule will also help. Um, and he's put a thing on Facebook for that. Um, yesterday's silver linings was um, uh, if today's you... silver linings had a theme, and it was bees. bees. I like bees. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Notre Dame's bees are thriving in lockdown. Three colonies of bees that survived the devastating fire of Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris are thriving, their keeper has confirmed. The population is, which is though thought, thought, that's his thought, to number 30,000 to 45,000 bees across three hives has been living in the rafters of the cathedral since 2013. They miraculously survived the fire in April 2019. Beekeeper... Sybil Moulin. Moulin? Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. Like Moulin Rouge, I suppose. Go on. I was thinking more like, you know, <laughs> the movie. What, Moulin? Yeah. No, Moulin. <laughs> Moulin. Mega <laughs> Moochette. Had struggled to visit the hives in the later part of 2019 because access to the damaged building was restricted. We were in Japan when that happened, but she has since been able to check on the bees and has confirmed that they are doing well and preparing to produce honey this summer. The Bumblebee Conservation Trust... Oh, that sounds like fun. Mm. (laughs) They've launched an axe. You know what I love when you do kindly snooze? It's when you stop and do a little comment in the middle and then struggle to restart. That's amazing. Uh, The Bumblebee Conservation Trust have launched an app to help us help bees. The Bee Kind app 
we like the name, uh, helps identify bee-friendly owners. And you can find that at www.beekind.bumblebeeconservation.org forward slash. Um, bee Saviour Sugar Cards give energy boot energy boost to wary pollinators. A social wary. enterprise is um, this is weary. weary. Um, a social enterprise is turning defunct loyalty cards into emergency bee feeders. Feeders. Bees can find themselves running out of energy in urban areas and they become exhausted searching for nectar in the concrete jungle. A knowledge-based social enterprise called Bee Saviour Behaviour aims to throw the weary, weary, weary pollinators a lifeline by turning old store cards into little cards with food on. Which is good. Would you check the comments on um, the live stream? Please? Yeah, um, so... No- What's next on the? Uh, on well, the show? I did have scheduled some news um, that I found online. Tell, uh, us, tell us about your news. So my news stories, as is written in my notes in full caps. And thanks to Alan Cass, who said he uses the word buddy quite a lot. Buddy, buddy, I like Still buddy. Still my riddle though. Like thanks, you know what? Guys. You know what? It's a it's a it's a very uh, American term, but I like when people call me nagger and shit. No, <laughs> I like when people call me man. Hey man, you alright? It's not bad, is it? Hey bud. <laughs> God, tell Dude. me. Tell me. Kiddo. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> okay, okay. So I went on the Good News Network last night. Yeah. Uh, in the 30 hours it took me to plan this, that's <laughs> that's more time than we're going to get out of this show. <laughs> True. Uh, and I picked three news stories that I quite liked. Go on so on. the first one. Dad drives 1,100 miles just to surprise daughter with a 30-minute socially distanced birthday lunch. This devoted dad drove more than 1,000 miles round trip just so he could spend half an hour with his daughter and wish her a happy birthday during lockdown. 53-year-old Julio Cesar Segura spent 17 hours on the road driving across Texas from El Paso to Austin and back so he could join his daughter... Diana Segura Lerma for a social di- socially distant lunch on her 19th birthday. The realtor drove eight and a half hours each way for a total of 1,152 miles on May the 8th. Segura called his daughter to wish her a happy birthday and pretended he was simply out ordering her favourite takeaway lunch, a chicken sandwich from fast food chain Chick-fil-A. He told me that he couldn't do much. He Again, wanted... with a comment time over a news story. Don't like Chick-fella. Nagam and Chetty wouldn't do any of this. I don't like Chick-fella. <laughs> Chick-fella. Chick- What's Chick-fella? It's a chain in America. Have you ever had it? No. <laughs> Why are you casting aspersions on how good the food is then? I don't like Chick-fella. What anyway. don't you like about it? The name. Chick-fella. Yeah. It's really awkward to say and I bubble my way through it all the time, but that just might be me. Anyway, he told me that since he couldn't do much, he wanted to know what I'd like for lunch and he would send an Uber Eats order, said Lerma. So I tasted him what I wanted. The chicken filet sandwich with pepper jack cheese, buffalo sauce and mayonnaise. Very that sounds nice. <laughs> specific. What have you got against Chick-fella? <laughs> Go on. He brings me that sandwich for lunch on my birthday every year. So far he hasn't missed a year. What Lerma didn't know was that her dad had actually woken up at 3.30am to get on the road in time to surprise her with the same birthday lunch she has every year. I left my house at 4.15am. I was missing her and I wanted to give her a surprise. I decided to go the day before. I love her and I wanted to make sure she had a good birthday. 
Oh, amazing. Love that. Absolutely love that. What's the next story? IKEA released instructions on how to build the best, the six best blanket forts for your home quarantine. Now, this is an amazing story. Can we do that? Blanket fault. Go on, tell me. Okay. So what, no, right, no, let's just talk around this story. What? What's the names? Because you know IKEA give, <laughs> give like, blank, like, sort of blank um, stuff names. House. House. Castle. Castle. Fortress. Fortress. Wigwam. Wigwam. Okay. Cave. Cave. Camping tent. Cam- camping tent. And the, what they've done as well is put little accents on some of the words. <laughs> yeah. So it's not castle as in C-A-S-T-L-E. It's castle as in C-A with a little hat, a little umlet. <laughs> are they called umlets? I don't know. What are the, what are the accents on, the on words called? The O looks like a face. It does. It does. So uh, maybe, I mean, we have been, because we've got an eight-year-old in the house, that's my excuse anyway, we have been making some faults. And uh, one of the things we did the you other day. Don't need to make faults. I make faults all the time. They're fun. Fair enough. All right, <laughs> that, that's tell me. Um, but um, I was just using Sophie as a bit of a reason why we might, at the age of forty-two and uh, sixteen, still make uh, making faults. But um, uh, we made a fault. But Sophie insisted that not only we make a fault for her. We make a mini fault for the dog. I was like, "What? What? Oh, the is dog's that a teepee. Thing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Got it over. Yeah, so so the dog had their own wigwam. I actually want a castle on mine. <laughs> what one are you going to go for? Um, I quite like house. It's got a teddy bear in it. Yeah. and we'll be put putting links to all the uh, news stories in the show notes after, so you can pick your own fortress or castle or wigwam and make that yourself. What's next? Am I, I going to read the story? No. Or- we we'll go to the next one. Okay. That, that that I mean that is amazing, but um, yeah. With penguins missing visitors amidst zoo closure, museum takes them on adorable cultural field trip. Taking penguins out for a stroll. Go and talk to me a about that. Of these penguins looking at our penguins. <laughs> Where is this? I don't know. Let me read the story. Go on I'll, I'll tell you. Go on your friends and family members aren't the only ones who may be suffering from stir craziness in quarantine. These little birds have been missing social interactions with humans as well. Since the Kansas City Zoo in Missouri has been closed to visitors amidst the novel coronavirus outbreaks, their resident penguins have been eagerly awaiting the return of their beloved human admirers. Aww. Go on. Okay. As a means of keeping the penguins entertained during the facility's closure, however, their caretakers decided to simulate their cult stimulate their <laughs> cultural senses by taking them on a field trip to the Nelson Atkins Museum of right, Art. I'll, I'll the more I think about this, the more I think I can't go to an art gallery, but the penguins can. The penguins haven't got coronavirus. <laughs> I haven't got coronavirus. <laughs> I haven't got coronavirus. None of the penguins have coronavirus. True. Can penguins get corona? No, I don't probably, know. probably not. Some but, humans do have coronavirus. I, well, I'm, I'm, I'm clear on that one. Um, but it may, it may be the reason we're inside right now. Exactly. But the fact that penguins, who's taking the penguins? They're not just they've not just wandered into the art gallery the on their own. But the zookeepers have to go to work, otherwise the animals die. Fair enough. All right. So the zookeepers have okay. like. Okay. It was wrong of me to be jealous of penguins about going to an art gallery. Tell me the story. <laughs> why, why, why I just put my head down and remember the time when I could visit cultural places. Go on, tell me. Taking care of wild animals 
Kansas City Zoo were always looking for ways to enrich their lives and stimulate their days, said zoo director and the CEO, and Ansu. There's a typo in this. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Anyway, and CEO Randy Wistoff. <laughs> Wist. Wistoff? Right, okay. Never mind. Okay. And during this shutdown period, our animals really miss having visitors come and see them. After allowing the birds to product freely around the museum, <laughs> museum director and CEO Julian Zugazago. <laughs> right, I, I genuinely think you pick articles. I don't know whether it's like accidentally or on purpose, of, of just with people with names you have trouble pronouncing. There's never a Smith in your, any of your stories, but there is a Zagasosti, you know. I mean, Nagel and Jay hasn't came out, come up yet, has she? <laughs> Uh, no, she hasn't come up. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, the museum director and CEO joked that the penguins seem to react much better to Caravaggio than Monet. And <laughs> <laughs> did that Caravaggio feel all right? Yeah. Um, thank you, my friends, for, uh, for, for, for that. If you've got a um, couple of things, if you've got any kindness news you'd like us to share, we are more than happy to do that. Tell us your stories. Yeah, it, or, it saves us talking about blanket forts and or Caravaggio. Um, uh, but t- share your stories of people doing amazing stuff in the world. Um, and certainly, what we're up for is um, we've got some amazing guests coming up. Uh, we've got a lady coming on next Friday talking about fitness and um, and the importance of fitness and mental is, is health. That our and next guest or we got um, one? I think we've got I think we've got somebody on Wednesday as well. So um, but we've got guests coming up and we're recording some uh, some interviews over the next few weeks mm-hmm. which will be going out um, on the Kindness Project soon. But if there's anybody you think we should interview to share their story of the stuff they're doing uh, in during lockdown that is true amazing let us know and we are happy to share it and if there's any stories of of um of kindness of people doing good stuff during lockdown let us know um and we'll share that as well when are we when are we doing the next show are we doing the next show on sunday sunday we do. sunday so well, we're sticking to a structure we've got now charlotte's the boss we're sticking to a structure it's wednesdays fridays and sundays um, every week for the foreseeable future i think for the foreseeable, for the foreseeable future, future. <laughs> we have got um, some answers to the question of the podcast, which is, what's the first place or country you're planning to um, visit uh, when lockdown's over? Uh, I'm sitting quite far away from it, so I'm going to shuffle closer so I can actually... Yeah. Um, okay. So, Trev Robinson said, me on springs in Hampshire is going to go fly fishing. Nice. Steve Dan... Oh, that's a funky name. Uh, he said he's <laughs> it's one you can pronounce as well. <laughs> it's one of those names. It's just like it said he's going to go Turkey in August if holiday is not cancelled. I won't hold my breath though. Um, Russ, our esteemed producer. Hi. Hi, Russ. You're watching this probably. Um, I don't think I'll visit any other countries, but a holiday right now would be good. Um, I'd like to visit the Eden Project. The Eden Project is amazing. Um, John Cook's going down the pub. That's nice. his first trip. Caroline Thompson said, I'm booked to go to Sorrento in September, um, but not sure whether I'm comfortable travelling yet or not. Mark O'Halloran wants to go to Kew Gardens. Um, I, I'm thinking Kew Gardens might be <laughs> John asked him if he wanted to go to the pub first. Yeah. 
Adam Cass is off to the Faroe Islands. Tracy Dames is off to Clacton. Alison is off to Jersey for a part one in September. Nice. Um, Demi is Demi Nurse is going to Majorca cycling if that works okay. out. And Nick is uh, been an advocate for the UK. Some lovely places all across England, Wales, and Scotland. Love Cornwall. Um, and uh, first stop is Snowdon, the Isle of Skye, and the lakes. You know what? I haven't done enough of that part of the country. So that maybe that that's well, a. We should go. go back to Cornwall. Um, Lou said Portugal twenty twenty one with us lot. Funny enough, so we 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 hope we have that's to rearrange case. that trip. We were we were planning on doing that this year, but um, we didn't. Pretty sure we're planning to... on doing like in, in like two months or something, aren't we? Yeah, well, the flight has been cancelled now, so I don't know. Like we can go. Uh, and Dean said, well, Dean Cook said, Whitby Bay. We do have three more answers. Tony Slimming said Australia. Uh, Eve Key said my daughter really wants to stay in Brighton for a few nights, so I'm guessing probably that. And Eric is off to. France. Nice. And on that note, short one today than normal. Yeah. Um, but a fun one. Have a lovely weekend. Uh, what? It's joke time. Oh, <laughs> go on then. Joke Even time. with the structure, I have, am getting my jokes. Have, have a lovely weekend. <laughs> have a lovely weekend, and we'll see you next time on the Kindness Project. No, go on, do your joke. Do your joke. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The joke. Okay. What do you call birds that stick together? Is this one of those riddles? <laughs> this isn't answer me other riddle yet. Um, Why would I give you I'm going to go and sit in the corner to avoid <laughs> this joke. Um, I don't know. What do you call birds that stick together? Velcros. <laughs> <laughs> No words. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See you next time.